Come on. What are you doing? No, please. No! 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 I missed. I never miss. They must have been smaller than I thought. everyone to my bleeding ears podcast this is episode number 113 i guessed it right this morning you did nice it's morning now because time has no meaning no it doesn't we do the podcast whenever nine in the morning right now they're nice and and fresh clean (laughs) sober and here we are gonna start this podcast off right this week do it Let's rock. You got all the list of the movies coming up. I do. Uh, that we did. And there's there's a, a decent amount of them. A uh, little bit related in some ways. Actually, maybe all the movies are com- somewhat related. Kind of. In a way. All right. Well, let's get started here. Yeah. So the news is really depressing. And for a movie, we just picked something. This was like last week. We were like, let's pick something really stupid. <laughs> Didn't actually mean to pick something this stupid. But I realized that I believe, I know what you did last summer to be a classic slasher mm. of the 90s. Yeah. I love it. it we did a podcast of, on yeah, it. Yeah, it was one of, your, one of the first movies of yours that yeah. we did. Mm-hmm. So, uh... I decided, oh, I've seen, I still know what you did last summer, but I have never seen, I'll always know what you did last <laughs> summer. That is the threequel. Right. To, appears to have absolutely nothing to do with the first two. Nothing at all. Nothing at all, but yet it's the same movie as the first one. It's the same movie, <laughs> just recycled with uh, no names at all. No, yeah. we don't know any of them. Clearly really low budget. It doesn't quite yeah. look like a real movie. Yeah. somehow it's on Amazon, I think. Well, I mean, you should see some of the movies yeah. there on Amazon. It doesn't need to be a real movie to be on Amazon. I mean, I could probably get a movie on Amazon right now. Me just, like, <laughs> taking a bath or something. <laughs> Which I think, you know what, I, I'm going to start doing one of those OnlyFans thing, you know, where, like, people yeah. are, like, 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 women usually just show, like, bikini or nude bodies. I should start doing that. My uh, my bleeding ears only fans where I'm like flexing and I'm like topless showing off my action figures and stuff. But are you gonna show everything? Cause I object. No, I no, not everything. Not mine, it's gonna but... get close. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sure like a Boba Fett will hide my package in one of the in one of the shots. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yeah. That's okay. Fine. Good. Yeah. Good. His rocket. Some hide parts my rocket. need to be only mine. That's yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> How about butt? How about buns are fine. I really, I really like that butt. I like yeah. that it's only mine. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> this got weird. So yeah, well. I'll always know what you did last summer. It's, there's nothing to say about it. It's a very low budget movie that's exactly like the first one with no big names at all. Not that the names were huge. Like SMG, well, SMG was kind of a somebody. Buffy was getting off the ground. The mm-hmm. biggest name was Jennifer Love Hewitt because she was in, I think, the second or third season of. Party of five. Right, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the first one, obviously. Right, yeah. Um, Actually, I'm still kind of thinking about that OnlyFans idea, but go ahead, keep going. 
Yeah, I mean, if, if it makes good money, we'll talk about your butt. How's that? That's where I draw the line. <laughs> so to speak. Um, yeah, don't watch I Know What You Did Last Summer instead. Don't watch I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer next. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, yeah. Next. It's it's the same movie, very low budget. And not even that. I'm not even that big a, a fan of the original one. No, you're not. The I second am. one, or either. Like it's it was one of those. It was that whole scream craze that went in the nineties, yeah. where horror movies weren't scary anymore. So then they had to make them funny to make money again. Right, and I loved that. I I mm. know that. I'm not saying that I know what you did last summer is a lit legit like great horror movie. But I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's you, you know you have your, your the things you enjoy, yeah. the, the, your nostalgic upbringings that mm-hmm. you like, and that's and that's great. I like that, and I'm sh- and there's lots of people out there who who, who tell me like uh, this is a guilty pleasure of mine or whatever. And I try not to use that guilty pleasure anymore. Yeah, you like what you like, man. Right. Don't feel guilty about what you like. Exactly. Like, come on. And I used to call I know what you did last summer a guilty pleasure, and then I realized. I don't feel guilty at all no. about liking that movie. That movie set out to do something, and they yeah. did it. Even though if I didn't wasn't a big fan, or a lot of people other weren't a big fan of it either, you were, and right. probably some of your friends and yada yada. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I have great memories of watching it with my friends in high school. Yeah. So next, um, we might as well do these two together. <laughs> the first one we watched Gretel and Hansel. Yeah, that's the 2019, or is it 2020 that movie came out? I think it just came out this year, but maybe it, it was last year. It's yeah. an early release, I'm yes. pretty sure, yeah. Uh, this is a uh, another telling of Hansel and Gretel, but called Gretel and Hansel, because Gretel kind of more or less takes the lead in this movie. Yeah. Played by Sophia Lillis, I think her name is, from It. Right. Beverly the, Marsh. Beverly from It. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Gretel... And what's her face is the witch who always plays an old. Oh yeah, Alice Krieg. Alice a Krieg, a right. waste of Alice Krieg. And when you cast her as like a Gretel and Hansel witch, I don't know. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was dumb and boring, honestly. <laughs> I thought Sophia Lillis's accent was so bad. I wanted her to just stop. Yeah, like that was bad. Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Visually, this movie's really good. Yes. I'll give it that. Yes, a little boring. Yes, it goes off in directions that the original story didn't go into. Which, I mean, yeah, that's cool. Go fine. Add on to something. That's that's fine. But altogether, I I thought it was okay. I forget how it ends. Although, like, I don't think you can forget how Hansel and Gretel ends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and and Gretel does take the lead in this yeah. movie. It's, it's isn't very much about Hansel at all. It's He's mostly a little about boy. Yeah, a little boy. And this is all. More, more of uh, I want to say like a girl power kind of a thing in this movie. Meaning they they not not really girl power, but it's it's building women up. This movie, yes, definitely. And this is building Gretel up as opposed to a duo finally thwarting a witch. Is this is Gretel's show? For and the I most part. I appreciate what they were trying to do. So I think it's a good movie. Like. If you want to get your 11-year-old daughter into horror mm-hmm. or fantasy, this is a good place to start. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it looks great. Yeah. It, it looks really good. But, um, I don't know. Maybe I, I say, why not check it out? Give it, sure. give it a look. Don't expect 
the Jeremy Renner Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I, I remember we watched that. Uh-huh. Uh, we must have been only together for like a year. I want to say Gemma. I had a crush Arterton. on her. Arterton. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, give it a try when it yeah, when it's ahead. when it comes on HBO or, or right. Netflix like, or something. We paid for it. I wouldn't say do that, but yeah. yeah. Next, in that same vein, Jerry picked this one. And I watched the trailer with him, and I was like, oh my god, wait, I've seen this movie already. This is Hansel and Gretel Get Baked from yes. 2013. And it's a double meaning. Yeah. Get baked because, you know, the in the story, there's the, the how the witch wants to eat them, and also it's weed metaphor. Yeah, this time Gretel is a stoner. Um, the witch is a weed dealer, but mm. also she eats, like, Gretel's boyfriend and gets younger. Lara Flynn Boyle plays the witch. Yeah, which she pops up every once in a while. Yeah. Uh. Um, I don't know what you say about this. It doesn't take itself seriously. No, it we doesn't. had a good time watching it. Yeah, it was fine. You have a new awesome song to put in your podcast oh, playlist. Jesus, I'm not even... <laughs> That song's so horrible and yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, there's a terrible, terrible rap song at the beginning. Uh, it's fun. It's from the producers of Twilight, so the kid who plays Mike from Twilight is Hansel. Mm-hmm. They don't really give him too much to do, which is too bad, because yeah. I think he's kind of funny, but he's not in it very much. No, he isn't. Yeah, no. yeah it's goofy. It. I don't know if you're fucking stoned watch this movie yeah <laughs> it's okay we were and we did but yeah it yeah. doesn't take itself too seriously <laughs> it doesn't at all it's a lot of fun yeah uh Lara Flynn Boyle I think is pretty funny in it yeah yeah, yeah. it's um she I wonder if this is post Nicholson when she was with Nicholson oh they were together for a while really yeah for a while okay. she'd always show up to Lakers games with them oh okay you'd see her with them I don't know. I don't think they're still together anymore. I don't think so. I think he's alone, but I don't know. Who, know, I, who knows what he's doing? We haven't seen him in a while. I think he retired for the most part. Yeah, I think uh, so too. Yeah. Well, good for him. He's probably, what, in his late 70s by now? Probably, yeah. yeah. Take it easy, buddy. So anyway, uh, Hansel and Gretel get baked. I would recommend that for adults, whereas Gretel and Hansel I would recommend for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a good throw-on movie, party movie. No. Yeah, right, exactly. Watch it with your friends, make fun of it, smoke a bomb. <laughs> Next up, I got, so I saw this in the theaters, I've already talked about it. Um, it's, it was available to rent, and I needed Larry to know. Just like the movie Serenity with Matthew McConaughey, it was just so bizarre. I, I told Larry when I got home from the movie theater, it was like, slowly going insane. <laughs> so the movie I'm talking about is Cats. Mm-hmm. Um, we rented it. I should have bought it because you know what? We watched it again and it still feels like slowly going insane, Mm -hmm. but I was charmed this time a little bit. (laughs) I think I might, I think I might like this movie. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, one thing you always say about me is that I'm not a big fan of musicals. No. Which is kind of true. Yeah. Just, there's just not... A lot of musicals that appeal to me. Right. Like I don't. I I like rom coms. I like all kinds of movies. Yeah, I you like do. every single genre of movies. I like. Mm-hmm. Even romantic comedies, if you're done well. Sure. That's just, or if it's about something that I'm interested in. Yeah. Then yeah, I will definitely check it out. I don't. 
discriminate movies. I'll check them all out. Mm-hmm. Cats I was interested in. I did want to see it. Of because course. I, I heard mean, it's how nuts. can you not be intrigued? Yeah. Right. And, yeah, I um, kind of enjoyed myself watching it. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> there were some good numbers. I mean, the, the, there's no story whatsoever. No, but they try. the movie at least tries to make more of a story out of it than the musical ever does. Really? I still couldn't understand what the fuck was going it's, on in this movie. So, it, in the musical, it's based on a collection of poems, and then the musical makes it kind of a collection of songs, and there's a very loose story that one of them gets to go to heaven or whatever and Deuteronomy picks them but the and the the movie is sort of the same except McCavity Idris Elba is a villain and he makes them disappear onto the docks where Growl Tiger is Ray Stevenson wait no Ray Winstone Ray Winstone (laughs) Ray Stevenson would have been great I would have loved that um so yeah they try to make it more of a cohesive story and I think watching it again Musical fans hated it because it's different from the musical, and non-musical fans hated it because it feels like slowly losing your mind. It's just <laughs> very weird. Now, the, the the effects in this movie are pretty poor. They are not good. Because um, what's going on in this movie is that the the cats are are humans playing cats and aren't formed like cats at all. And neither are their faces. Their faces are pretty much just human faces slapped onto a cat humanoid body. Yeah. And it wasn't done with makeup. It was done digitally. All of it. So yeah. it looks horrible. It's like, really it's, weird. Like if someone moves like their head, the face doesn't always... It, it's not seamless. It's not smooth. And you can always tell that it's a it's a face on there, even though that the bodies that they're using are probably the actors that played that part. Mm-hmm. Yet they digitally scrubbed their faces and then just slapped on their faces again. Yeah, which is horrible. It's disorienting. <clears throat> and reading more about it after I saw it in the theaters, I read that the CGI professionals were spending like ninety hour weeks. <laughs> Trying to finish this. And so I feel bad saying that the CGI is bad. I don't think it's the CGI artist's fault. I think if they'd used some practical effects and then added CGI on top of that, it could have looked pretty good. But instead, like you said, they put everything into the CGI. Right. And And yeah, the the part of your body that moves the most, your fucking face. Yeah. Of course they do that. It's just, it, it really isn't seamless. Now, Judy Dench kind of ruins this movie too. She can't fucking sing. She can't sing a note. Yeah. And it's just out of place. They could have used an older woman who can fucking sing. Yeah. But she's just so out of place in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Taylor Swift is in this movie, too. Which I find I find this movie funny, what, what they did with Taylor Swift. They gave her the largest breasts of all the cats... They did do that. Yet she they has very small breasts as a human. Digitized her breasts to be bigger. Yes, yeah, so they, they, they sexualized Taylor Swift into a, a fucking cat. Like, if they'd done that with all the female cats, fine, but they didn't. Some mm. of them don't have breasts at all. Yes, exactly, yeah. but they gave her breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't say that I wasn't a little turned on by that, but and that's a whole another conversation. Her number's really fun, mm-hmm. even you had to admit to that. Yeah, that's a, it was a fun one, but the Mr. Mistopheles was fun, too. I yeah. enjoyed that one. 
But it's Taylor Swift. It's fun, but it's also, again, like slowly going insane because she sprinkles glittery catnip on yeah, everybody. She gets everyone high. And they all get high and horny and writhe around on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's Cats for you. And then there's, what, the last five minutes of the movie, Judy Dench is talking to me? I'm like, But trying to sing. That's supposed to be a song. Singing? Oh, yeah. God. She's fucking horrible yeah. in this. Why was she in this? It's too bad. You have all these people who can sing and dance, yet you get the one person who can't sing and dance. Yeah, there are plenty of other people you could have cast as Deuteronomy. And I appreciate the gender flip, because Deuteronomy is typically a male, but mm-hmm. you can find someone who can sing. Yeah. So yeah, this movie is a fucking... It's, it really is nuts just how it was released. Yeah. And it was probably a movie like, you gotta fucking release this. You yeah. have to, it has to be released. You gotta get this out of there. We're burning cash right now. And it's just, yeah, it's a acid nightmare. <laughs> and I think I love it now. <laughs> it was entertaining. I wasn't yeah. bored at all. <laughs> I wasn't. Cats. I'm probably gonna buy it. <laughs> yeah, you fucking cried twice during it. Jeez. <laughs> like, As much shit we're talking about this movie, you know, we're... we're You've seen it now twice. Twice. It really grew on me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm officially clinically insane having watched it twice. It's just going to get worse. (laughs) Is there anything else we watched or is that pretty much it? No, that was it. Yeah, we didn't watch a whole lot. I swear we watched something else. Well, we've been watching Final Destinations. Oh, yeah, we watched a few of those. Final Destination, again, I say it's stupid, but I watch them all the time. Yeah. They're really fun and silly. The the racetrack one is is pretty good. The third one isn't that great. The the gore in that one isn't the best. Yeah. It's okay. But the the one where the guy gets his asshole sucked out in the pool, what is that, like five, I think? That yeah. one that one has some pretty good some gore in it. Like that first scene with the, the, the car wreck and everything, that was good. Yeah. Um, you like, still think it was cut when uh what's her name? Oh yes, Manuel yeah. gets her eye poked out. Right. She has a line in the movie that reads, I have my eye on you. And then she gets shot in the head, right in the eye with a rock from yeah. the lawnmower. And I think they just cut that scene right there. Or maybe they'll have to, for the unrated version, which we didn't watch. Yeah. It's where I'm thinking the blood splattered from her eye all over her kids. And that yeah. would have made way more sense. though. But no. Uh, I believe this is just the R-rated version. And that scene was probably frowned upon by the MPAA. Probably. Fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. MPA is the worst. I I just wish they just get new members, I guess. Because I'm sure the people in there are at least 80 or 90 by now. I guess. Yeah, maybe we just have to wait it out. <sighs> Fucking worst. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's, yeah, the Final Destination movies are, are yeah, always I a good I feel like time. they were worth talking about, but yeah. we've been watching a lot of, you know, like I said earlier... Uh, to watch something heavy when our whole the world is on fire, it's not fun. <laughs> no, it isn't. So, yeah. So you should definitely check <laughs> stick around for a movie of the week then. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. 
the PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2019 film Tigers Are Not Afraid. So this says 2017. Our 2017 film that was released in 2019. <laughs> so, well, I mean, was it just released in the U.S. last year? I believe so, okay. yes. Uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid. Uh, it's a Mexican film mm-hmm. from my people. Uh, about the Mexican drug cartel and how they... Um, kidnap people, they uh, murder people, they uh, sex trade, all sorts of bad things the the cartels do, and this is a movie about uh, orphans from from these cartels that kind of seek revenge, in a way. Right, and it opens up with a text narrative about how there's no way to know how many children were killed by the cartel. Mm Mm-hmm. Or displaced by, or displaced, yeah. by like their families being murdered or mm-hmm. captured, sold into sex slavery or whatever. So there's, so that that's our backdrop of this film, and there is ghosts in it too, and yeah. wishes. It's you have, um, well, in this movie, it it necessarily it wasn't necessarily scary to me, because I don't live in Mexico, but I can understand things about what happens there Mm -hmm. and our antagonists in this movie are the drug cartel which are scary just a a a cartel in itself just think of that in the united states fucking scary so that's that's our monsters of this movie really Mm -hmm. are the cartel and our our uh, go-between in between is the the ghosts of the the cartel uh, leaders, uh, or the ghost of the cartel leader that they, him or his associates, associates have murdered. Yeah, uh, are in this film and they they speak to one of our protagonists, a young girl whose family was just disappeared, and then she finds out later they were kidnapped and killed. Mm-hmm. And she she's at home and her parents never come home. It's just her mom. It's I just think. her mom. Yes, yeah. her mom mm-hmm. is is captured, or she doesn't know where her mom is. But it's sorry. Can I back up? Go for it. It's, yeah. It starts out on a very realistic note with the cartel, just like you said before the magical elements start to happen. But it opens with her in school being told to write about mystical creatures, or like mm. princes and princesses, or tigers and mm. unicorns. So she starts writing this story in school. And then we see on the streets this boy, this other orphan, who um, she he draws this tiger. Um, he, he tags something mm. with a, a tiger cartoon. And then he steals a phone and a gun from yes. one of the cartel guys. Right. Um, and that's when the tiger starts to move and you see these magical elements. And all of a sudden, it snaps back to her in the classroom mm. and the cartel come in and start shooting. Right. And then she, and and school's the canceled. And then, and then school's she, canceled, yeah. And then she goes home and sees that her mother's not there. She waits around for a while, and she sees one of our other protagonists, Shine. Uh, he's a orphan boy whose parents were taken also, and he's mm-hmm. living on the streets with a few other young men. Yeah. But 
bunch of like eight to 12 years old, maybe even five to 12 years old, these little ragtag bunch of kids. Yeah. She has nowhere else to go, so she meets up with them, but they won't let her into the group until she does something. And, and one of the things she has to do is kill Kako, the one guy that the Shine stole the phone and gun from. Yeah. They ask her to go and kill him if they want to be, be able to stay with her gang, yeah. with the gang. So she goes into the house with the gun to go kill this guy, but we see that he's already dead. And that scares her, and she drops the gun and fires, and then the boys think that she killed him. Even though she never said she killed him, she just says she made a wish, yeah. and then he's dead. Are we going to walk through the whole thing? Because I want to back yes. up again if we are. Yeah, okay. go for it. <clears throat> um, really watch this movie. It's so good. Uh, listen to us after you watch it. Um, it's on Shudder. Uh, so let me back up. She... Her teacher, when they all hit the floor, her teacher tries to calm her down by handing her three pieces of chalk, saying these are three wishes. Mm -hmm. So when she goes home and finds her mother isn't there, she wishes that her mother would come home. And that's when the ghost of her mother starts appearing right, yeah. to her. And then she goes and finds all these kids. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's, it's the, the interwoven, like, magical, mystical elements are so interesting and so beautifully done, I mm -hmm. think. Yes, They're worth yeah. mentioning. Um, so from there, we the, the kids are then being tracked by um, Kaku's like underboss, which was or, or the underboss, one of the underbosses for the cartel. His mm -hmm. name is Chino, mm -hmm. and Chino is now looking for the children because he wants Kaku's phone, mm -hmm. and um, and that just leads us to. Uh, some more character development between our, our kids and how like fucked up everything is and mm -hmm. them trying to, to progress. They move from the rooftops where they were living into like this mansion, this old mm -hmm. mansion that was, that's just gone to waste now. Mm -hmm. And when Estrella, quote unquote, kills Kako, she saves a bunch of kids that he had locked right, up in yeah. a shed or something. Actually, yeah. one of the kids, too, that they had kidnapped from one of the crew, yeah. one of the younger kids. Morito. Yeah, Morito. Um, so she frees all these kids, and some few of them get back to their crew, and are, um, and that's when they go and move into the house. There's um, <clears throat> then 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 the Chino, they still have the phone from Kako, mm -hmm. and then uh, Chino keeps trying to find him and get a hold of him because he wants the phone, and you don't know why he wants this phone, but we find out that. Uh, Kako filmed Chino beating a woman mm -hmm. and then killing her, executing her. And so that's why uh, we find out Chino actually killed Kako because he wanted the phone and he didn't have the phone because he was going to, I don't know, probably uh, show that to the police or just have something over Chino. Well, not exactly, though, because Estrella keeps asking him, why did you take this phone? Why are you keeping this phone? Right. And it's because there's a picture of his mother I mean, being held hostage mm -hmm. on the phone. It's the only picture he has because the cartel set his house on fire to mm -hmm. get them to come out so they could kidnap her. Right. It's, uh, it's a, the lighthearted, fun-filled movie <laughs> about the Mexican drug cartel. <laughs> so the cartel does end up, um, they make a deal with the cartel. Actually, no, this is before they make the deal with the cartel. Uh, the cartel finds them, mm -hmm. um, and they gather up all the kids, and she ends up making another wish that we think is that, um, I believe it's something around the lines of, she doesn't say it, but she's. I, I believe it's along the lines of, 
I wish to get the hell out of here. Something, <laughs> Something around save that. Save them all, yeah. Yes. So where <laughs> she makes this wish, and then right after it, Morito has the gun and shoots one of the henchmen of Chino, to which he shoots Morito back, and then the kids escape, and then we find out Morito had been hit, and he died. Almost immediately, he gets hit in the chest, this five-year-old kid. And yeah, Oof. then they... they, they take them back to, uh, they take them somewhere, I forgot where, and they, they stay with them for a while, and that's where we, we first, uh, well, that's where the girl asks Chine to, Estrella, right, uh, mm-hmm. to call Chino to make up a deal to where they can give him the phone and everything, and she says, you know, I don't want any of these guys around the area anymore fucking with us, and you're your henchmen, uh, taking people or doing whatever they need to leave so uh, but during this conversation Chino says out loud that you know I know you weren't the person that killed him yeah. I was I've I'm been looking her. for this phone mm-hmm. and all the kids here that and so they all kind of turn their backs on Estrella because they think that because of her Morito is dead and during all this time too the ghosts that uh, her mother and the ghosts of the cartel are telling her to bring him to me, bring him mm-hmm. to me, kind of thing, and um, including Morito after he dies. Right. He doesn't really say anything, but that part is—I don't even know—I don't want to say beautiful. That's not the right word. But Morito's a ghost, and he's been carrying around this dirty old tiger toy mm-hmm. that suddenly is alive. Yes. And it look I don't know, it looks so real and organic. Mm-hmm. Help me with words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Help me with words. It doesn't look organic. It looks like a toy, but Right. It's it, it's, it's um Yeah, I don't know. I can't find the words either. <laughs> it's, it's spooky, but it's just lovely. It reminds me of a scene from Akira where those bears and stuff were showing <laughs> Tetsuo. <laughs> like it okay. reminded me of that kind of. Because it reminds me of I just, when I, especially when that tiger comes to life, I started to think, and I don't know how to say this, but I just love the style of Latino horror movies. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much, like I was thinking of, oh crap, well obviously The Devil's Backbone, um, the the Orphanage, uh, lab, the Pan's Labyrinth, what's the one that I'm forgetting? But just the, the animation and magic, what's the one right. that we just watched? We did a... It was like some sort of dimensional portal thing where everybody starts morphing and the dead are coming back. Oh, shit. Oh, my Uh, God. What was that one called? Oh, fuck. I can't think of it right now. But just, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. But movies (sighs) like that, I mean, there's this very serious historical element, like the Mm -hmm. drug cartel, where in The Devil's Backbone, it was, what, the Spanish... uh, Spanish Spanish-Mexican War or something? Yeah, uh, war or something like that. No, so that's uh, why I don't want to yeah. say I just love Mexican horror, because I love that Spanish horror does kind of the same thing. There's just this magical element, and I think the effects are always mm-hmm. so well done, and it just looks like a fairy tale set in like this horrible historical background. I yeah. don't know. It's, it's lovely. It is, it is. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen any other subgenre do it except for like latino horror mm-hmm. yeah it's, there's definitely a style there yeah and that's that's what's so great about yeah. our different cultures and our mm-hmm. movies even is just how different they are and that's yeah. why i love foreign films and 
how people who hate reading subtitles are just missing out on so many great things. Of yeah. course, this is in subtitles. Obviously, yeah, it's in Spanish. But uh, um, I can actually look away for a little bit because I speak a muy poco. <laughs> so when they're just saying a couple words, I'm like, okay, I understood what that was. I can kind of figure <laughs> out what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sorry, I got way off track. We were talking about Morito becomes a ghost and uh-huh. all of the the corp the ghosts that the cartel has murdered are saying telling Estrella bring them to me bring the cartel yes, to me yes yes to which she uh, <clears throat> ends up it ends up happening the uh, she meets up with Chino and his henchmen and she gives over the phone or which we think is the phone mm-hmm. but is actually another phone that they have she gives it to them and. The uh, Chino, actually, it, it seems like he was going to keep his part of the deal. He kills both his henchmen but he, and yeah, tells he, the kids to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, because yeah, obviously they know what's on that phone or they want. he wants to keep them in the dark too. So he's just like, all right, I'm just going to murder these guys. No one's going to listen to the kids because the kids have already tried to give the phone to the, the policia. And they're like, fuck that, we're out of here. Yeah, we know who Chino is. not going to mess they, with yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they're from... Um, so they, they end up leaving with the phone, actually. Because and it was Shine who switched the phones, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, Shine yeah. switched the phones, and they still have the other phone. He keeps telling her that wishes aren't real. Uh-huh. Wish right now, and she actually says, I wish that scar on your face would heal, and... The scar from the burns from his house burning down. Right, and right at, the, right at that moment, he's like, see, it didn't happen, and that's when... Shine, the leader of the gang, gets shot in the face. Yeah, right where that oh. scar was yeah. and dies. And then Chino chases Estrella around. Uh, and he keeps finding her too because she still has the phone on her and it keeps ringing, which actually ends up working to her advantage because she actually does lead them to the ghosts. And he's um, probably murdered by them. We don't get to see what happens to him yeah. by the ghosts, but they trap him in a room and she runs out. And that's pretty much the movie right there. Yeah. That um, great acting by everyone. The mm-hmm. kids were great in this movie. Um, usually you can, I mean, you roll your eyes a lot and there can be really horrible child actors, but these guys are really good. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but there's some uh, some subject matter in here that's, uh, kids are getting shot. Yeah, it's really, really heavy. And I, I think maybe... I would have felt about it. I would have felt maybe differently about it. Not that I wouldn't have really liked it because it would be good without the mystical elements, but the mystical elements are what really makes it for me, yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's so dark. That needs to be sprinkled in there. Yeah. To um and also like who I was never afraid of the ghosts. Those were never scary or spooky to me. Yeah. The scariest thing in there was the drug dealers because right. they they were, they 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 didn't fuck around. <laughs> they went they they go right. straight for you and get you. And they're gonna kill children, yes. five year olds. They're gonna shoot yes. them in the chest. And I don't think that the audience is ever supposed to be scared of the ghost. It's Estrella because she's a kid. She doesn't mm-hmm. understand what's happening. And and you as an audience kind of know from there, like okay, these are ghosts. We've seen ghost films before. Yeah. But we're gonna follow <coughs> Estrella pretty much throughout this movie. Her and Shine, those are our two main characters. Yeah. We follow them around and how uh, just how different things are for them. 
at this point in time because Shine has been out there for a while, it seems. Yeah. And Estrella is just new. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. I It took me a while to see it. I haven't read too much about it, which I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. And it just was just constantly recommended through like top 10 lists or I'd go to a, like a horror movie website and it would always be up there. So I was like, all right, this is I'll give it a try and see what this is all about. And yeah, I was. I wasn't say. I wouldn't say I was surprised. I would just say that <clears throat> I enjoyed myself watching this film. It's a good movie, nice and quick. It's an hour and a half, but not it even. Gets, it's like eighty three minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it gets everything in there that mm-hmm. you need. And there's not really, not necessarily a, a part in this movie that will bore you. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say there's not any slow parts. There are, but you're engaged in those parts. Yeah, which I think is very important for a movie. But yeah, I, I recommend this film. I I do think all you horror fans should watch it, even if you don't like subtitles. I believe there is a dubbed version, maybe, but that's up uh, to you. That sounds terrible. Just read. It's <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, I, I give it an A. I was trying to think of what my favorite part is, but oh my god, I don't know. It's so dark. The tiger, I guess. The stuffed tiger. I couldn't <laughs> shut up about that for a minute. <laughs> favorite part for you? Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of a favorite part. Or a part that really just kind of stood out to me, really. It was all... It wasn't a movie where I could just pick out any parts it, it all f- flowed smoothly and there aren't really big set pieces in this movie mm-hmm. so it's kind of difficult for me to just to pick out a singular part when everything is is moving at a steady pace and there's no time to, yeah. to really relax Agreed. but um but definitely check this one out uh shutter joe bob's coming back friday yeah so. if you don't have shutter get shutter it's really cheap yeah but uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say for this one. It's definitely a good movie. Great good, movie. Good yeah. child actors. Good subject material. Check it out. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week, and we'll be back for another one. And stay safe. Stay home. Don't lick things at grocery stores. Please. Right. <laughs> uh, see ya. Thanks for listening. <laughs>